What's going on, everyone? This is Cubs Fan Han, and you're listening to The Escape Podcast. And this program is being recorded in front of a live studio audience, where Han shot first. Enjoy the show. One is a territory war specialist from Australia. The other is a territory battle tactician from the U.S. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with over a combined 45 years of entertainment under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The CFH Network presents The Escape Podcast, a weekly show about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's Escape Podcast, the Galactic Chase, the Road Ahead, Meat Bags, and we're going to be going nerdy. All this and breaking news as it happens. Speaking of breaking news, Scotty, we just got it. The Escape Podcast, breaking news. Sure is. It is a bit of breaking news, which has just come our way from Capital Games, uh, Paul. And I'll tell you that, uh, you know, look, there's going to be a few people that might be happy about this and might not be very happy about this. Let's uh, let's break it let's down. Let's do that. Uh, let's see. It comes from uh, CG Top Hat. Over the past two years, we've released many marquee characters without reevaluating the way shards are acquired via the pack and the bundle. As they discussed in the road ahead, they had been evaluating the release method of the characters, starting with the shuttle that launched this week, and now starting with the launch of the Droidica, we are launching it in the classic marquee style. We are changing the traditional bundle to include crystals and adding a new mega pack that will allow players to increase Droidica's star rarity with fewer crystals compared to the standard marquee akin to other mega packs. Um, so according to this, the bundle price will be changed from $9.99 to $19.99 in U.S. dollars. All marquee bundle items and currencies will remain the same. And uh, 1,350 crystals will be added to the bundle. That is the same number of crystals plus 10 crystals to offset that penny, they say, as a $9.99 boxo crystals. The standard marquee pack will have no change, but they're going to do a marquee mega pack that costs double, it looks like, uh, if, if my memory serves. And the shards range from 15 to 330, and they'll disclose the the pay-to-play odds on the website, and they'll put them in the patch notes at the time of release. Although these changes will be for Droidica, we may continue to make changes for or no changes for subsequent Per the character cadence, they'll communicate any changes two weeks prior to the event. Scotty, your thoughts? I don't mind the fact that we're getting some free crystal shards uh, being thrown into the pack here. Uh, Look, you know, we all knew that Capital Games was going to try and, uh, you know, monetize uh, what they were going to do with this particular game as of pretty much now, especially with this Emperor Shuttle event, which is happening at the moment. But we'll get into that in a moment. But look, you know, I don't mind it. Uh, The $10 price increase, though, that uh, could hurt. It could sting a few people. But, you know, to get a character from uh, three stars to four stars, it doesn't really impact the character, so to speak. But I don't mind it getting the uh, 1,350 free crystal to go with it. Paul, what's your take? 
That's that's where I'm kind of drawing the line, honestly, though, Scotty. Um, how you know when you go and buy the packs, you buy the twenty dollar packs, right? Or do you? Or so I, you know, every once in a while, I if I do, you know, happen to have an extra hundred or something, I'll go and buy the hundred. But the twenty dollar pack is, you know, what I'll what I'll throw their way. You know, I'm, I'm going to first preface this by saying when I play a game and i enjoy it i want to support the developers so i have no problem in spending money on a game i'm not i'm not entirely wailing out i'm more of a dolphin but when it comes down to this the you're buying the ten dollar pack nobody wants the ten dollar pack <laughs> even capital games I, I doesn't want, want the ten dollar pack, pack though you know yeah, yeah, I can see that. But look, I actually want the character to go from three to four stars. And I mean, it helps me. I, I always support the developer and I always buy these packs uh, just for the simple fact that I don't mind supporting the developer. And I, and I like the fact that you've got a little bit of a head start when it comes to farming these characters from uh, three stars to four stars to then get them up to seven stars. I don't mind supporting the developer in that front. I actually also don't mind the fact as well that, you know, look, this is the droider car here that we're talking about, so they're always going to monetize this one and try and actually add a little yeah, bit more cash know, and cadence to this one. Paul? I, I'm, I'm kind of... I don't like this. I don't like this, Scotty. I don't. I, I mean, if, if, if you really want to spend that... If you want to spend money on crystals, you're going to go spend money on crystals. Why Why are they forcing you to buy a $10 pack of crystals at the same time as the standard pack that you would get? I always bought those $10 packs when it was a character that I was passionate about or you know knew was going to be needed for, for big things. I can understand where you're coming from, but having said that, I'm okay with... The crystals being added to this i mean like look to be fair if you're gonna buy the crystal packs you're gonna buy the uh what well in australia it's the 3099 one that you get where you get the 2500 crystals or whatever it is uh you know the most popular that's the ones you're gonna get uh you're never really gonna get the 999 box of crystals to go with it which is the uh 1300 crystals you're never gonna buy that because most things that you're going to be using is, of course, in the $2,500 mark, uh, 2,500 crystal mark. So, you know, if you want to buy some gear and help your characters get up there, well, then I think that that could work. But having said that, 1,350 crystals, to me, it's not a bad thing. I, I, I don't like it, but uh, I'll save my judgment. I'll save my judgment for when I see these all marquee mega packs and odds and all that stuff, but to be honest with you, forcing you to buy a 10, bo 10 box of crystals for a character that people have been wanting for a while, that's low. But you know what? I'm still going to play the damn game. I just don't know if I'll support them that yeah, way. Yeah, look, you know, from, from my point of view, you know, getting in 1,350 crystals to go with it, as long as they actually, you know, in terms of the gear, they say all marquee bundle items and currencies remain the same. So let's just hope that they actually, you know, throw some Carbantes our way and stun cuffs as well, because, you know, I can guarantee that the droider car will definitely need them. So if they're in the pack, well, I'll guarantee that I'll get it. Paul? A uh, stun, uh, stun gun. Yeah, stun what, gun. That's yeah. what, if, if, if the stun if, if gun, the stun is, gun there, is there, then okay. Yeah, exactly. But. 
Exactly. But it's bullcrap. Uh, bull anyway, uh, you know, we did a, uh, I, I, will, I will allude to the fact that we did do a test run of this show last week. Uh, but with this being the af- official first episode, we did want to go back and kind of take a look at the things that we were talking about. Uh, Galactic Chase, uh, Emperor's Shuttle. You know, you, you've had two cracks at it so far because you're in Australia, Yeah, man, right? absolutely. And I've already unlocked the ship. Um, you know, I can tell you guys, if you're looking to try and farm this, this ship... Uh, definitely use the hard nodes, the 20, uh, you know, the 20 parts of your, uh, energy for your galactic energy. The simple reason is, is because the drop rates on that is absolutely insane. Now I've been farming the Anakin ship and the Sith fighter and just doing a couple of refreshes on both. And, uh, look, I can tell you that I've already unlocked the Emperor's shuttle. Now, does that mean that the Emperor's shuttle is actually any good? Well, I can tell you, uh, well, from being at uh, now having it at a, as a four-star ship, I can tell you that the ship itself is not that great. And the thing is, is that most people probably wouldn't have the Imperial Guard leveled all the way up to uh, gear 12. So it's not really performing that well in Arena for me yet. I think that uh, if you do want to see the, the dividends of the Emperor's shuttle, well, I dare say you'll have to take it all the way up to seven-star. But... The drop rates on this event have been absolutely unreal, Paul. How how are you going with it? There, there. The, I've I have not gotten anything eight, below a seven. So so far, I'm I'm doing quite well, to be honest with you. Um, look, looking forward to my ship energy coming up uh, during the show. I'll luckily be able to grab it after that. Um, but after you know, at at the end of the night, I'm probably going to pop for the big crystal pack. Um, for the energy alongside uh grabbing the energy before uh before my daily reset and then grabbing some more and just going to town seeing if i can unlock it before tonight's over yeah look you know and it comes very quickly you know like if you if you've got enough uh you know ship energy stored up and let's face it a few people do um you know i think that that's uh you know it's an easy ship to get so you can certainly get it but when it comes to this event it's only going to be happening for what is it about a week or so isn't it paul and then it disappears oh not even a week it's a few days yeah it's a few days man um but we'll 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 see where it comes back because that's how they said that it's going to be going to come back so you know, maybe it'll show up on Cantina. Oh, who knows? Note. But I like the idea of the Galactic Chase. It does remind me a lot of the uh, double drops that Capital Games have done in the past, and I love that sort of thing. And you know, look to be honest, when I've uh, farmed the Sith Fighter and uh, Anakin shards, well, I'm not really getting too much out of the Anakin ship shards or the Sith Fighter shards, but I am getting a lot of the Emperor shuttle shards. So you know, the dividends pay off here and there, I suppose. Yeah, you're you're definitely getting at least twice the shards that you'd normally get, so it is something that is nice. Um, you know, one of the other things that uh, that they mentioned in the road ahead last uh, last week was along along with the shuttle, they're going to be doing more achievement based characters like Wampa and Hermit Yoda, uh, and they're going to be sitting in the currency shops. That to me possibly looks like a possible new territory battle map we'll i hope see. so because you know look we're doing this territory battle at the moment and it's the light side territory battle and it just absolutely look it's painful doing this battle it really is i mean the amount of 
uh, energy that you need for your entire guild to basically, you know, get through to the three star mark is just insane. And the fact that, you know, we've all got to keep hitting and hitting and hitting. I like the dark side side better than the, the light side, but that's just me. That we need to be looking out for. Um, we got the B1 battle droid um, kit. Why don't you, uh, you know, go ahead. I, I was, I called for a, uh, what was it? What was I saying? A droid zombie. Pretty close. Yes. Pretty close. Yes, you were. The B1 battle droid is looking to be one of the, I think this is probably the greatest character that we've seen released by Capital Games. And I can't wait to see it actually get into this game. It's going to be awesome. The, the B1 battle droid, I love the fact that they've got it feels to me like you're actually controlling your very own uh, battle droid uh, army, which is awesome. And the B1 battle droid just, you know, getting the other two characters to come along basically turns into a 7 versus 5 skirmish. And I love that. And uh, I love the animation that the guys have done too. And the fact that one of the abilities on there is Roger, Roger. It just makes me even happier. <laughs> roger, Paul. Roger. <laughs> roger, Roger. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but... It, it's gonna have. Uh, it's gonna. The the, the thing that's gonna actually have uh, pretty no, go good uh, interaction with Treya uh, when it comes to when it finally gets into the game. Now, uh, look, we're already discovering. Uh, Arnold T one hundred and one posted a video. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Uh, he posted a video earlier today about the fact that B two Battle Droid, uh, its rework actually works really well in that fifth spot up against Revan teams with a trail lead because it just gets rid of all those debuffs, just like what Scion can do. So you've got the two characters that are doing the uh, get removing of the debuffs. Now, will this mean that B1 Battle Droid will be able to do pretty well with the trail lead as well? Well, who knows? But uh, I've got a feeling that uh, when it comes to the actual Sith raid itself, now, they did describe this. When B1 takes damage from Treya's leader ability, B1 will cleanse any debuffs on itself before Treya's lead can heal her Sith allies, which is pretty good. Now, B1's devour-annihilate interaction when it comes to Nihilus, uh, when B1 is devoured or annihilated, of course, being devoured by the Rancor, its unique will trigger, uh, causing it to lose eight stacks of droid battalion and, and remember that zeta buffs on itself yeah. and that zeta takes the the stacks of how many battle droids you have essentially from 50 all the way to 100 <laughs> that's right so only losing eight stacks from a nihilus annihilate or perhaps even a devourer if you're uh that way inclined of going head to head against the rancor I think that's a great thing. Only losing eight, then that's great. If you've got a hundred battle droids, pff, who cares? Let's it's, have some uh, fun. For eight know? stacks for each instance of damage dealt. So something that hits twice, like like Boba Fett, you know, it's going to hit it twice and end up, you know, they'll lose sixteen stacks. Or scavenger uh, race scavengers, flurry of blows that does four hits. That's thirty-two stacks. So, you know, they really did paper, rock, scissors it for this, but it still is a freaking zombie. And, and one hit point. One hit point. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. It's kind of like the paper zombie back again, and uh, I do like it. I think it's it's the B1 battle droid shouldn't be OP. It should not be overpowered whatsoever. I love this. Uh, I love this from the the uh, developers, the B1 battle droid. I don't know what you feel about it, Paul, but I'm loving the fact that it's coming to the game. I I, I can't wait. 
Yeah. The uh, the other quality of life things that they talked about in the uh, in the road ahead. One of the great things being able to create teams in the character thing instead. How many times have you pressed that buy character shards? I don't think I ever did. Um, and then also being <laughs> being able to see who it is, especially when you have a bunch of Jawas or a bunch of uh, bunch of clones that you're not familiar with. You know, oh, what is that helmet exactly? I don't remember who was wearing that one. Uh, that's going to be great too. Exactly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those quality of life uh, interactions, what they do uh, when they actually come into it. But I also uh, noticed as well that during the week, the weekly shipments uh, for you, uh, like just starting out players and mid-game players, uh, for level 15 to 69, you're getting some pretty good characters in there. Darth Nihilus, Ahsoka Fulcrum Tano uh, is in there, veteran smuggler Chewbacca, veteran smuggler Han's in there. Uh, Finn, Captain Phasma, Kylo Ren, Scavenger Ray, uh, Wedge Antilles, uh, Biggs as well. These are good characters. Count Dooku, uh, of course, uh, Darth Maul, Lando Calrissian, Farm Boy Luke, you'll need him, Old Ben, uh, Princess Leia, and Stormtrooper Han. They're all good characters that you'll need for getting, uh, you know, the likes of BB-8 and perhaps even exactly. if you're chasing uh, Commander Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that's exactly what even, I was uh, thinking of. Exactly. Is, is these you are know, all, of the, um, all of the Heroes Journey characters plus some good ones that are just great with synergy. Hmm, exactly. So I like that. So if you are, of course, a beginning player or a uh, mid-game player, definitely look into this because uh, Veteran Smuggler Han and Veteran Smuggler Chewbacca is possibly the worst farm going on in the game. Uh, especially in the cantina nodes. Look, it's it's tough. It's a tough farm, I know. A lot of people get, you know, desensitized by it, but stick with it. And uh, it, the, the payoff is great because Ray Jedi training is one of the great characters. So definitely yeah. something um, you want to look at. Well, this, this is something that I wanted, that you brought up to me that I just wanted you to point out. I, I said it in the open. We're going to talk meat bags. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Now, look, this has been my big thing. Now, I've been saying for quite some time that I don't think it's going to be Darth Revan that's coming next. Now, all the game changers have been saying, oh, it's Darth Revan. Darth Revan's coming next. Darth Revan's coming as the next character that we're going to need to farm Darkseid Bastilla and uh, also Candorous Auto and the others uh, for this. Now... I've actually been doing a fair bit of research into this, and like I've actually got a Zeta on the line, as you know, uh, Paul, for this, because I'm calling it that it's not going to be Darth Revan that's coming. It's going to be Darth Malak. Now, here is the reasons why. Now, let's go. From the very start, when Darkseid Bastilla actually came into the game, the clue that we actually got that was done by uh, SG Crumb, what ended up coming to us was this, this particular line. You can't hide from what you once were, Revan. Recognize that you were once the Dark Lord and know that I have taken your place. Now, that was Darth Malak for what he was saying to Darkseid right. Bastilla, right? CG Carry right. has now signed off in the road ahead with, you hear that, meatbags? I will be back. Now, what does this, you hear that, meatbags come back to? Well, that's HK47's reference to the original oh my God. bag, which was Malik. <laughs> You're and he right. He actually said it to <laughs> oh Revan. Oh my God. So, You're right. <laughs> there so, you go. I'm saying next month, Darth Malik and HK47 rework. 
<laughs> Boom! There we Man. go. <laughs> so I had a right. I had a Zeta up for up for grabs on this for the uh, for, for oh, Zeta Rose uh, up All against right. Cubs fan Han. Uh, of course, we've got a bit of a bet going on between the two of us. And, uh, you know, if I turn out to be right, he thinks it's Revan. I think it's Darth Malak. And I've actually put it all out there as to why I think it's going to be Darth Malak next. And, uh, you know, so there we go. So if, if I win this, well, that means that uh, I get to actually set up everything for Cubs fan Han over the next, uh, well, couple of months and actually have a brony, which is a My Little Pony sort of a reference, uh, sort of a thing going on his uh, on his channel, which I can't wait for. Oh, my gosh. If I lose. But yeah. So so the person that introduced us and, and brought, apart, brought upon the Escape Podcast to the world is going to... What are you doing to our friend? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, um, Scotty, I, uh, we're up against a break here. Um, let's go ahead and uh, go to commercial. And uh, you know what? Uh, speaking of speculation, I, I'm getting a tran- uh, I'm getting an idea that there's an incoming transmission with Going Nerdy. It's that special time of year when you and your loved one are looking for that special gift to give each other for Valentine's Day. You've been looking for something to help your partner rise to the occasion. So this year, instead of chocolates and flowers, give them what they really want. A mod overhaul from Pimpo the Mod Father. Appointments are available now, so book today. Pimpo has satisfied over thousands of players so far. So let him satisfy your partner for you this Valentine's Day. Contact Pimpo at pimpomodfather at gmail.com or on Discord at all lowercase Pimpo9337. That's P-E-E-M-P-O 9337. He's waiting for you. You're listening to the Escape Pod cast with Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Receiving incoming transmission. have of course got the great man right now Paul Anthony he is of course a man that I've uh, watched a lot on YouTube for quite some time especially when he's got BB-8 running all over the screen it's Thaddeus from Going Nerdy g'day Thad how are you? I'm doing great how are you doing? Mate I am extremely well my friend and mate you are of course I guess you could say I'm, I'm quite chuffed that you are of course on the show with us today because you are Mr. Speculation King when it comes to a lot of things within this game. I am. I am. I I love conspiracy theory. It's just the most fun thing in the world to do, to talk about. And and I get it wrong from time to time. I'll, I'll admit it, but it's crazy fun to do. Well, conspiracy theory is definitely always something to uh, can fuel a lot of actually what ends up becoming. So, you know, maybe some of the things that you've conspired on have influenced the devs. So... Have you looked at it from that angle? 
Oh, I'm pretty confident that they're monitoring me at all points. I really am. Um, my mail lady seems a little off and I do kind of feel like she might be watching out for something. <laughs> I, I don't know, but you know, I don't trust her. <laughs> Thad, I've got to ask you, mate. I mean, like, because, you know, some of the things that you do say, uh, you know, when it does come to speculation, I mean, you've been talking about it for quite some time about how you actually wanted to see and you've wanted to see Padme come into the game as much as we have, my friend. Yeah, she, I think she has to come. I think Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Star Wars as a whole is going to be focusing a lot on the the original trilogy the prequels i think we're going to see a lot of stuff mixed in but specifically focusing on the prequels with with uh, clone wars returning with all of the rumors that are coming out around episode 9 i i just have to believe that we're going to get a padme I mean, well, we're certainly going to be getting all the stuff that comes out of episode nine. We're going to be getting, you know, undead Boba Fett and all that <laughs> shirtless Kylo Ren. I know that's something that uh, Scotty definitely wants to see. Oh, look, you know, uh, hey, everyone wants to see shirtless Kylo. Yeah, I don't blame but, him. But, it, you know, it comes down to we're also getting Clone Wars. You're absolutely right. We're getting Clone Wars at that exact same time, like two months ahead. So I'm hoping... If they don't already rebrand a territory battle map for Clone Wars, they're doing it wrong. You will get no argument here. The question that I pose to you then is the current, the HAT, of course, what am I thinking? <laughs> um, where is that set in your minds? Clone is Wars that era. Geonosis? Yeah, Geonosis for me. It, I, I would have to agree that it would probably be Geonosis, um, the desert surface of Geonosis, if you will. Okay, so so that's what my original thought was. And someone brought this up the other day when I when I said that. I was like, you know, we need a territory battle with Geonosis or with, you know, the bugs, right? But my thought was... There is an episode, and I think it's actually the first episode of Clone Wars. It's the one with Yoda and the clones, mm. and and they're going through the different areas, and it's just like four or five of them, and they're trying to meet the Toydarian king. But there's a tank in that entire thing. I mean, it seems to me like every component from the HAT raid, or just the, the tank raid, um, also shows up in that very first episode of Clone Wars. And so I'm not 100% sold that it is Geonosis. Mm. It could be, and, I, and, and maybe maybe that episode takes place on Geonosis. I haven't looked it up because that would require, you know, me not to be lazy. But I think it's possible that it's Toydaria or the Toydarian home, home world. One of the things uh, that we wanted to bring you on to talk about, though, is your effect on a lot of people. You've been a great content creator for this game. What started you down this path? Oh, that is a loaded question. I'm going to say fate or maybe the hand of God. Uh, to be honest, um, one of the things is I was working at a, a marketing company in, in Utah, and I had spent a lot of time creating videos for 
uh, position that I was doing. And I, I kind of developed a love for it. I wasn't very good at all with like the software, but it was just, it was a lot of fun. I love being creative. Um, and then a friend of mine who, who worked there as well had got me started on this in, on, on Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. I had actually never heard of it. Uh, I didn't start right off the bat. I started about two months into the game, I think. Um, and he's like, yeah, you should play. He's like, we're getting all these other people in, in the company to play. And there were probably about 15 or 20 of us who were playing Galaxy of Heroes when we definitely should have been working. Um, <laughs> well, were like, you at least in a entertainment uh, marketing position? Or oh, no. was this? No, it was training. I mean, I couldn't bring any of this stuff into my actual like work. It was... Yeah, I mean, it's it, it had nothing to do with what I was doing for the company. Um, gotcha. So, but they're like, hey, we want you to learn how to use a camera and this camera equipment, so go to and learn. And I was like, all right, fine. And so a friend of mine, we were talking about different videos and we were watching different things online. And he's like, you know, he's like, that is, you got, you've got a great personality. You could, you could do this. And I was like, you know, I've... I've always wanted to have a cult following. Maybe I could develop that on YouTube. <laughs> um, and then a, another coworker was like, "Dude, you're not you're not nearly magnanimous enough to be a cult leader." And I was like, "Whoa, challenge accepted, sir." And so, hold my beer. Yeah, two years later, here I am, five thousand followers. What? What? Um, but you know, it's 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 something that like I just started doing because I was curious. I was like, "Could I do this? Could you know?" And I got to say, and this is, I'll get on my soapbox for about two seconds and then, you know, you can kick me off or, you know, sweep my legs or whatever. Um, <laughs> people are always like, you know what, when it comes to a dream, they're like, oh, well, I'll do that in the future. I'll do that next month. I'll do that. Whatever. I started this knowing I was going to suck. Like knowing full well that no one would watch me. Um, when I got my first view, I was watching my, my, my traffic online. I'm sitting there watching on Instagram. I'm at my desk and I get up, I'm in a cubicle environment and I scream. I'm like, yeah, I got a view <laughs> later that night. My mom texted me and she's like, I saw your video. It was awesome. And <laughs> I said, te I texted her back. I'm like, I saw you watch it. Thanks mom. <laughs> you know, but like, and that so, was your one view. That was my one view for that one video. And like so many people, they procrastinate. They're like, Oh, well I'll do it when I get this experience. I'll do it when I get this. And I'm like, just do it. Just mm. jump into it. And you know, if you suck, you suck. So what, you know, you know I, I'm going to, I'm going to basically, you know, I live my life through my own code. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you know, it's it's easy for people to say that I'm I'm my own person. I'm I do me. But the one mantra that I've always lived by, and it sounds like you do too. If you're not living a dream, you're not living. Yeah. Amen, brother. Mm, totally. That's, Amen. That's always been my mantra, and it's turned into you know, all of a sudden doing this podcast now with Scotty. Same deal, man. And like, you know, ahead, I, I wanted to go jump uh, straight, like, you know, head first into this. And, you know, I'm pretty chuffed that we've actually got Thaddeus from Going Nerdy joining us at the moment, which is great. But, mate, Thaddeus, I wanted to ask you about something completely different. Now, something that you did a little while ago was that uh, you decided to start playing a movie box office game and you were trying to tell everyone about it. Uh, can you tell our listeners about this movie box office game, man? Because it's quite interesting. It's, it's really awesome. 
Okay, hold on. I'm a, you're gonna hear some clickety clackety. It's called Fantasy Movie League or FML, which you know is hilarious because you know, <laughs> I mean you can find them everywhere. Like right now, I just typed in FML on Google. It's like you know FML. I'm like, oh, that's not what I wanted. Um, but Fantasy Movie League, it's it's essentially fantasy football for movies. And I've actually been going to movies lately and seeing ads for Fantasy Movie League. And it's essentially you get you have eight theaters and you pick a lineup. How are you going to fill these eight theaters with what movie? So, like right now, I've got for this upcoming week, they give you like all of these movies that are either coming out or that are still in theaters. And they, they give them a dollar value, right? And you have a thousand Fantasy Movie League bucks and you can decide how you want to fill out your your screen, right? So this coming week we have the Lego Movie Two, right? Which ah, sequels, you know, but it's the Lego Movie at the same time, so whatever, right? So out of your thousand fantasy movie league bucks, you have the Lego Movie, and that costs seven hundred and three fantasy movie bucks. So if you put that into one of your slots, all of a sudden you're left with, you know, fewer films to pick from and less money to, to choose from, right? So what well, you do... I just saw, I just saw that Glass, for the second week in a row, topped the box office. So is that actually one of the ones going for a high value? No, it's not. And, you know, all of my friends, they're like, hey, let's play fantasy sports. Let's play fantasy football. Let's play whatever. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like sports. I mean, I, I love playing video game sports. NFL Blitz was awesome. I, I'll still play that, hands down, right? And the Jam was, was the better of the uh, Midway creations. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, we can all agree to that. I mean, uh, it was phenomenal. But, like, I'd rather watch cartoons or, like, a good movie. There's there's definitely something to be said about, you know, spending time with friends and, uh, you know, around the lunch, a dinner table, whatever, and watching something that you're all fans of. But that can be, that doesn't have to be sports. And this same marketing company that, you know, I was, I was working for, they're like, Hey, we've got this activity where we, we want to, you know, engage our employees and make everyone happy because, you know, we work your hard and don't pay a ton. Um, and so they said, we're going to do this. And every person who wins per week will get a free movie ticket. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. And I did. And I rocked it. And it's, I still do it. I mean, I have a, I have my own guild or my own league that anyone's welcome to join. I'll, I'll give you guys a link if you want to. Absolutely. I, I gotta tell you, I'm not, I'm not great, but it's fun. Yeah. It is really fun to do. Yeah. Well, look, I'll tell you, uh, everyone needs to engage with Going Nerdy and engage with him on his uh, channel as well on YouTube. We will, of course, put the link in our description below. So make sure you go along and go and check him out because his videos are absolutely awesome. And I love the speculation, man. Keep it going, Thaddeus, because you are a champ. So thanks for joining us on the Escape podcast. Hey, before uh, you let me go, before you let me go, I looked it up. Season one, episode one of Star Wars The Clone Wars takes place on a planet called Rugosa. Ooh, there we go. So the mystery, if, if, if since we began this talk, if you have been wondering all this time, the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. 
All right, Scotty, we're up against a break. Uh, let's uh, let's send it over to the news. Sounds good to me. Live from Tatooine, this is the Tuscan News Network. Let's go live with breaking news. This is Irella Scobra reporting live from the Mos Eisley spaceport where there is a hive of activity today. Police investigations have brought us here as they continue to try to track down these mod salvage pieces. Reports indicate that the Jawas may be involved as all the droids have now gone to ground and we do know the Empire sold all the critical damaged mods. Police will allege that Chief Nevet is the culprit and he is hiding somewhere in Mos Eisley. Residents are concerned after police started raiding residents' homes, cantinas and spaceports. We will give you the latest from Constable Zuvio soon. But here is what the residents of Mos Eisley are feeling right now. Chuba! Mushka! <laughs> doesn't like you. I don't like you either. I am not wrong. You just watch yourself. We want it men. I have the death sentence on 12 system. You'll be dead. We need a new cameraman. How many is that now the stupid planet has claimed? Ridiculous! Hey, you're on! Uh, uh, so, uh, so, you can see the residents of Moss Eisley aren't happy. <clears throat> Early this week, police shared this audio of who it might be. Now, it appears that Chief Nebert has been named as the main culprit of these mod salvage pieces going missing. Earlier today, Constable Zuvio held a press conference into the matter. So, how do you know that Chief Nebit is the culprit? No one slammer Wookiee. The Wookiees? What will they have to do with this? Jawa Gola no one slammer Wookiee Chief Nebit. I don't smell like a Wookiee, you slimy little... So, there you have it. I smell like a Wookiee and Chief Nebit is the main culprit. We will have more on this developing story in the news at 11. This is Irella Scobra on Tatooine for the Escape podcast. I hate this stupid planet. Hurry up, pack up and let's get out of here. The sooner we get to Coruscant, the better. And the sooner the Empire blows this planet up, the better. If I have to do one more story on Jawas... Hey, you're on! This is the Tuscan News Network. This is Cubs Van Han and you're listening to The Escape Podcast. The Escape Podcast. Top 10. Alrighty, uh, yes, and uh, look, the plot will thicken there as well, Paul, but uh, I tell you, it's time to get into the top 10 for this week, and uh, this week we are, of course, talking about the top 10 most uh, quality of life improvements that we can, of course, yeah, make we normally uh, in do, Star Wars uh, Galaxy We normally Heroes, do our Paul. own top 10s, but uh, for this first one, the official first one, I thought that uh, maybe we should pile together and do top 10 quality of life increases we would like to see why don't you go ahead with number 10 all right my friend i think that we need some new events because 
some of these events that we're seeing, like the Ewok one, the Ghosts of Dothamir, uh, you know, all those events, I think that we need to see a couple more of those. And we need to see better rewards in some of these as well. I mean, I'd like to, uh, you know, some of those events that we can get uh, free Zetas in, uh, I really like those events. Uh, the... The ones where we just get the Omega pieces, man, I just sim all those. So I think that it's probably time to add a little bit more of a challenge with some new events. What do you think, Paul? Newer players that those Omega events, those are like like Zeta events to us. So, you know, it's it's certainly not mm, a... Uh, true. So it's you know, certainly true. not out the window. Um, now, <laughs> of course, uh, you and I agreed and wrote this uh, earlier... Uh, a small crystal, number nine for me was a small crystal increase of completion of the daily tasks. Um, you know, especially with this increase and in, this increase of crystals for a mega pack and decrease of crystal value for buying a 10 pack. Ooh, you get 10 more for a penny, <laughs> you know, but buy these crystals for nine ninety nine. We'll give you 10 more for just one penny. It's like a, it's like, you know, record of the month club. But I mean, you know, it comes down. I mean, <laughs> if you watched Everybody Loves Raymond, it, rem down, it reminds it, me it, of the fruits yeah, of the month. I don't think <laughs> Everybody had Loves Raymond the anyway. over there uh, down under, but uh, they were all the rage back here. Um, but you know, it it absolutely is. I, I would like to see you know maybe maybe by ten or fifteen. But just reward the... Maybe when you get to level 85, you get 15 more crystals or something like that. Reward the people that are playing longer with a little bit of more spending cash. I agree. Uh, at number eight for me in the quality of life improvements in our top 10, I don't want to see any more nerf wars. I mean, for me, I've actually, you know, and you, Paul, we've farmed so much and we've worked so hard on getting the characters that we've got. To have uh, characters removed from the territory wars uh, that we've worked really hard to do, no. You know, and I don't even want to see that in Grand Arena either. So You, you mean you don't want that uh, new battle droid that, that, uh, no that you got being excluded? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind if it's like dodgy characters like Jawas have been excluded. Meh, who cares? But, uh, you know, if it's, you know, characters like what we had last time where, you know, we were penalized for having, you know, pretty good teams and the top end teams, well. Kind of no, brings us into number no seven. Um, you know, instead of the territory wars, I would love to see, we would love to see Grand Arena running on every single week like have that have round one be over that first weekend uh from fridays to saturday saturday's set up sunday while you're watching whatever sport you watch you're playing and then you know it's it's a weekly mode make it a weekly mode i agree i think that would be awesome uh and you know but it also leads into my number six I'd like to see arena shards uh, actually get changed up like the Grand Arena does because when we're on uh, the Grand Arena, we get for, we get pitted up against different uh, get different people from all walks of life from everywhere across the world, and so we all get ended up in this like you know group of about eight. I'd like to see the arena shards get changed up all the time, and I think that that would then in turn eliminate the shard chat. 
and it would eliminate certain players always benefiting uh, all the time. Like, so say, for example, it's like, you know, hey, Paul, you're going to be number one now, so you can stay at number one for the next uh, week or so so that you get all the things, and I'll stay at number two. No, I don't want that. Uh, it sort of ruins the game for me for all those like you know en- uh, mid to you know end game players that aren't included in the shard chat that were never invited. I think that you know for those guys, look, it, it ruins it for them, and I think that that's something that we need to look oh, at, especially so, with the new yeah. players as they unlock the new shiny toy. You know they they want to be included too. Let them bring their ball to the yard. Yep, totally agree. Couldn't agree more. So uh, our number five was stat bars in the portrait on the character select screen. So if I wanted, uh, or even numbers for for me, I would love to see a character's speed, offense, defense. You know, even just those three, kind of like what they're doing with the quality of life where they're showing you the uh, name and then the gear level, maybe up in the top right, throwing their, throwing the, the th- three major three major numbers just so you can quickly get to it or allowing you to select what numbers show up there. So, you know, you know, okay, this is going to be my potency team. This is going to be my big defense team, just something. So we could see something at the character select screen. Couldn't agree more. And that would be great too, especially for, uh, you know, those players that have no idea what their mods do. Um, you know, because then you could just see the, you know, the percentage lines go up for you if you were going to do a potency team or perhaps even a, uh, you know, a speed team. So, yeah, totally agree with that. Uh, look, uh, number four for me, I've actually got, you know, I don't want to see brand new characters just released going to platoons in territory battles, unless it's a three-star marquee in uh, phase one, of course, of a territory battle. For example... We are in uh, territory battles at the moment, and look, I don't really want to be seeing, uh, you know, a seven-star droid Dakar uh, come into the the mix uh, for our, you know, for our characters in our platoons. And I know that you probably agree with that, Paul, because you are a territory battle specialist. Yeah, it's it's very very difficult to say. Hey, you know, I know you just got this new B two or uh, B one battle droid or this droidica. And now I want you to sacrifice it and not play with it the week you got it. It that that always hurts as as the territory battle officer to ask someone. It does, but what I'm referring to is that when they start saying like you know the droider car, let's say it dropped today and we're in the territory battle at the moment, and tomorrow it's asking us to put a six star droider car in our platoons. Oh, that always hurts. That that absolutely hurts because you know we. We're not the Wallet Warriors. We're not uh, the those guilds that just throw money at things. But we do have people that pay for what they like. Mm. We do. But I don't think that it's fair uh, to penalize all those other players so that they can't use, you know, like, and it's always like three or four of them, uh, a six-star droider car if it was dropped today in, uh, you know, the next phase of the territory battle. It's just silly. Yeah, and it, it may, maybe give, maybe giving it a month. You know, I, I, I could compromise at a month, but right away, no. Not until it is actually farmable. Correct. You know, even with crystals, even even farming it with the 16 crystals or buying it in the weeklies i'm fine with that not not when it's you know pack yeah, only couldn't agree more what's in it three 
Yeah. Number three is new stuff in the Cantina and Guild War currency stores. I I mean I'm t- yeah that yeah it's uh, Galactic War. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for catching me there. I'm just reading the screen. <laughs> um, but I mean we we sh- we farm these ca- Cantina nodes constantly. You know, especially on the weekend when it's Cantina Day and you do a few refreshes. I don't want to just be buying money for the ship shop, which ends up just end up going to mods. I mean, it's, it's money laundering for the love of God. It's money laundering. It is totally agree. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, that that's what I continuously do in Cantina as well. I'm actually just buying the, you know, I'm just buying the ship currency just to continue getting more ship currency. I mean, like I'm at 40 million ship currency at the moment. Some of you might even think, oh my gosh, how's he got that? Well, it's just from continuously, you know, we got three refreshes a day, which happened in this game. And I just continuously use my Cantina shards to buy this bloody currency. That's all I'm using it for. And I will use the Cantina stuff to throw into the shard store, but pff, really? Hang on. Hang on. How much... I'm I'm grabbing the phone. How much how much ship currency do you have? Pull up in, pull up in your game. You're at forty million. Let, uh, forty let's, million. Uh, let's see here what I've got uh, rocking. Um, I'm gonna set this down. If you hear a buzz, that's my phone going off. I apologize. Um, so while that while that loads up, go ahead and hit up number, hit up two. number two. Yeah, and at number two, it's not really a quality of life, but we have spoken about this. I'd like to see a brand new territory battles map. But this is the catch. I'd like to see it let us use all characters where we combine what we already have. For example, node one could be the light side. Node two could be the dark. And node three could be the light again. Node four could be the dark side. And I think that it would be a better representation of the battle. And for some of these lesser characters, I think that that would be a better way for us to then have to start farming, I think, some of these other characters that we could possibly even use. Like, for example, the clones. They don't use that. We don't use them in our territory battles anymore. It doesn't happen. Uh, Jawas, it doesn't happen. Uh, I would like to see uh, something like that with our territory battles, and it actually reflects a better battle sort of circumstance there as well, where the light might win that you know win the day that day, and then the dark side wins the next day. Yeah. Or or even unite. Yeah. Or even possibly uniting together to fight against a common enemy. Maybe maybe against the Mandalorians or. Um, against the Night Sisters. I mean, de- fight, fighting, fighting through Dathomir, like the like the episode of, in uh, Rebels with the droids. Even yes, definitely. Uh, by the way, I, I'm sitting at thirty million, so you do have to beat. <laughs> and what's the number one quality of life improvement that we think needs to happen, Paul? The number one quality of life improvement, and I really hope. Uh, somebody from CG has heard this and maybe listens to this and goes, okay, let's make this happen. I want a guild or ally skirmish mode. Basically the, the way that this works is you spend some of the gray crystal, the, you know, those little ally points that you gather up and you spend for more, uh, you know, what is it? Chromium cards. I want to be able to spend those. To fight against you, Scotty, I want to be able to test my 
my squad against your squad, and I'm willing to pay ally points because that's exactly what it is. We're allies. Let's go ahead and skirmish against one another to learn to get better at this game. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where people in your guild, uh, you know, could certainly help you out. Like Pimpo, for example, uh, who, of course, is the mod specialist. I mean, if we, him and I were in the same guild, you know, he could look at me and say, Scotty, what are you doing with your mods? Yeah, okay, look, mods are my weak point. They're my down point. I can't stand the mods. But having said that, that's 100% right. You, that's when you could turn around to me, Paul, as well, and you could say to me, Scotty, look, man, you need to just take all those mods off your Revan and just go again, brother. That's what you need to do. <laughs> we, we we pretty much uh, said the exact same thing when it came to the ally skirmish and so we seven. that's why yeah, we had to put absolutely in couldn't agree more <laughs> couldn't agree more hey uh coming up in just a sec we're going to be getting into the uh ag report paul and uh we'll do something pretty cool with that as well so stick around the escape pod cast Let's talk about the current state of the meta. Uh, look, you know, we, we've got to talk about this, man. So many Revens. Reven all the way from zero or from number one all the way back to around about 250 in my shard. My goodness, there's Reven everywhere. It's Reven, Reven, Reven. Now, let, me, let me let me pull up and see where, where the nearest non-Reven is in my, in my arena. Um, yeah, it's... I'm starting to fall. I when I got C3PO, I skyrocketed from the low 100s to I'm I'm now 70. Oh, never mind. I'm now down to 100. <laughs> but still, look, I, I I'm fluctuating. I was in the top uh, 10 when I had my Revan, and now I'm uh, fluctuating from anywhere between uh, 70 to about 40 in my arena shard at the moment. But mind you. I haven't been invited to my arena shard chat, so you know they're just knocking me out. <laughs> oh, there ha there has to be a shard chat going on here. Uh, number four, I've got a Treya team. Uh, number nine, I have a JTR team. Yeah, right. There you go. Uh, but let, let's let's go down past those top fifteen. Twenty five is the first Treya. Twenty seven, twenty nine. Um. 34 is a Finn team. I'm sure that's a timeout team. Uh, 44 is a Treya. So, I mean, yeah, all, all my top 50, maybe maybe 5% truly is not Revan. 1 to 16 in my uh, arena shard is all Revan. Wow. wow. And then the f uh, next team that comes up after that is a Treya team. And then, believe it or not, a Night Sisters team. At 17 and 18. And then it's Revan, 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 all the way back to about number 50. So it's Revan galore. <laughs> Craziness. Craziness. I mean, so, you know, we, we talked slightly about it in the beginning. The B2 battle droid from uh, from Arnold's video mm. looks is showing that the B2 battle droid with the triumvirate, with Thrawn... Um, Treya lead, once again, Treya, can, is both a viable solution and also a defense holder, uh, when they're on, when they're controlled by the AI. So are we going to start seeing the resurgence of Treya teams with B2? Um, I mean, the, the, the money's been made 
if you will, Revan's come around the second time. People splurged to get him. I think what's going to happen is is that we're going to see a uh, look. I think that the general grievous rework is going to be good enough that it can take down Revan. I think that that's what's going to happen, and we'll see a droid meta for the very first time. And Arnold will be very very happy about that. Well, so will one of our one of our uh, listeners that uh, that messaged me earlier his name is shinby he was like am i really really gonna see a droid meta i think so buddy i think you will i think you will i think you will all right man let's get into the ag report what are we following yeehaw the escape podcast ag report Oh, yeah. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it, indeed. And here's what we are farming. Now, uh, Paul, I've just managed to get uh, Bad Stiller and Candorous Auto to seven stars. I'm actually awaiting the light side characters from KOTOR to become free-to-play, which I think uh, could be in the next week or two, I reckon. Uh, That's Juhani. Uh, So I think that that could come. So Juhani and Karth, yeah. Yeah, Johani and Karth. I think that'll come in the next week or so, and we'll need them for what I'm already calling is uh, going to be Darth Malak uh, that we'll need. But anyway, moving on. And look, you know, we'll get into the uh, light side battles. Uh, look, I'm actually uh, continuing to farm the bomber, uh, the B-28, for the ship that's actually used by the Sith Marauder. What are you farming, Paul? I, I've got the uh, B-28 on, uh, on light side, and when I get tired of... You know, continuing to to get more and more and more general veer shards. I just go after a rose shard every once in a while, just to just just to spend down before the top. Um, I, I'm still going after bad Stilla. That that is my 100% primary focus. I just got her up to five stars, and Candorus is 50 away. Or no, Candorus uh, is now 30 away from 100 for me after that um you don't have to be waiting for b2 to show up in the inside the guild um the orange currency you can get that from a cantina node so that's that one's going to start to see a lot of play from me in the ships uh especially because of the galactic chase um, I'm looking right now at Sith Fighter and at Enfys because, of course, I suck at Enfys. I, I, I look forward to the angry comments. Because I I couldn't get past um, the ship until I got the Millennium Falcon. I didn't have the bugs to get past normal, uh, what was it, three? No, uh, uh, on, on number five, uh, the C node, yeah. Five of uh, no, maybe it wasn't five. It was five E. All those imperial uh, ties. It's a hard node, those. They're very, very tough. But for mine, um, look, you know, the Hound's Tooth will get you through that. And uh, if the Hound's Tooth doesn't get you through that, well, then you can, of course, uh, send in your rebels if you don't have the. Uh if you don't have the Millennium Falcon, or uh, the other team that I've actually found some viability with, and I did this before uh, I actually got the Hound's Tooth to seven stars and also the Millennium Falcon. I managed to get a three-star on it. And uh, what I actually was using was I was using the um, Darth's TIE Fighter 
Uh, I was also using the TIE Fighter as well. And uh, to get those uh, buffs as well, uh, using the Shore Trooper and Death Trooper ship, that'll certainly get you through there because you can continuously heal. The Reaper. Uh, yeah, when you're using that. So, yeah, so you can certainly get that. So for all those people that are struggling and you don't have those ships, well, those are the ones that I recommend uh, going after. Yeah, and you know what? Let's uh, we we have a um, we have a guy in our in our guild uh, that's named Tenpool that does a lot of. Uh, he asks everybody what he's farming in the currency ship uh, currency stuff. Um, so I, I'm just going to run down that the Cantina Battle Store as we always as we already talked about. There's basically nothing in there. The Guild Store, uh, Gamorian Guard. I'm actually going after Gamorian Guard. I've got him at twenty to a hundred. Yes, yes, you love you the Gamorian guard. guard. He's piggy, my favorite character. Yep, yeah, he's my favorite character. And then <laughs> um, credits. I'm always uh, right now. I have over a thousand prestige ship prestige, so I'm just letting that go. Um, the Galactic War Store. Um, that that actually once again we mentioned that in the quality of life. I'm farming Zetas every single time I hit 40k. I buy a full pack of Zeta as it goes by. Uh, the Guild Event Store. I am going after the uh, going after Hermit Yoda. I got Wampa done last time, um, and then uh, Shard Store. I always buy. I always buy the MK2 Pulse Modulators. Or hang on, I gotta say it right. The MK2 Pulse Modulator. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> I, I'm always buying those, so I have them uh, have them ready for slicing. Yeah, uh, uh, look, uh, I'll go through what I do. Uh, look down the very bottom. Um, if you go into shipments, down the very, very. No, I, I was hang on one second. I, w I was corrected. It's Shinbi. I am so sorry, Shinbi, that I that I called you Tenpool and Tenpool. Sorry, I called you Shinbi. Uh, it's Shinbi that does all the uh, does the rundown every every month. Nice. Well, down the very bottom uh, of shipments uh, <coughs> over there, you'll find uh, that you can use some actual currency, not uh, not crystals. Uh, so in shipments, if you go all the way down the bottom, there's some pretty good gear down there from time to time. Uh, so, you know, definitely look into that. Uh, I'll always look into yeah. that. In the weekly I, I always say, if you see anything that's lower than 50, grab it. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Uh, in the weekly shipments, uh, look, I'll grab everything that I need uh, from there. In fact, I'll just grab stuff even if I don't need it uh, that actually uses your guild ally points and also your currency. So that's what I use in there. In cantina battles, well, we've already discussed this. I, bu I buy the shipbuilding materials. I just do that all the time. In fact, I just did it again. Uh, the guild store, look, I just go after gear, whoever I need gear for. Uh, in fact, I'm trying to gear up my Rogue One team at the moment. So... That's what I'm working on at present. Uh, in the Squad Arena store, yeah, I always go after Prestige. Uh, you might have a fair bit of it, but uh, I don't. <laughs> I keep using it, uh, especially on my capital ships. But once I get them up, they'll be fine. I've got 15.3K uh, in the Galactic War store. I'll save that uh, for when I need to just go on a mass buy and uh, grab some stuff for the Shard store. The Mod store, I'm always looking for great mods in there. Uh, the Fleet Arena store, I always go after... <laughs> you know your uh your zetas Guild you said 15k uh yeah 15k yeah 15k i'm sitting on 
1.3k. Yeah, because I keep using it to up the shard store. So the shard store's got some good gear in there, guys. So definitely use that. Uh, and I have a seven-star Wampa and a seven-star Hermit Yoda. So I uh, basically use the Guild Event Store for uh, different gear. So that's what I do. So there we go. Uh, all right. So now moving on. And look, I think... Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Uh, if anybody has any questions from the audience, this is the perfect time. As we said in the beginning, we, are, we do record in front of a live studio audience. Um, if you guys have any questions, uh, the Ace and the Zed will definitely be getting us those questions. And uh, um, why don't we go into our tips and tricks? All right. I think that might be a really, really good idea, in fact. And uh, let's do it right now. It's called The Bridge. wait for uh the questions to come through uh look you know i just wanted to give uh some people a little bit of uh advice if you would indulge me for a second here paul um look you know for the new to mid players if you're a brand new player to this game i i recommend going after your phoenix squad don't waste your resources on yes Sabine. yep don't waste yes. your resources on sabine <laughs> you need chopper Go for Chopper, get Grand Admiral Thrawn. You need him because you'll need him going forward. And if you're looking for great uh, characters to actually look to continue to uh, gear up all the way to gear 12, well, I would totally recommend out of the... Uh, out of the Phoenix squad, you want Ezra, and I would also suggest Kanan would be the other one that you could go to gear 12, because those two, and get a Zeta on them both, because those two just continue to uh, hit, and uh, Kanan's a great tank. Now, speaking of which, use Kanan and Ezra as your base Jedi to get Palpatine, so use them, and then you can also then go after your uh, your Yoda. Uh, totally think that that's the way to go. Using Darth Vader, yeah, Palpatine, yeah. Tarkin... Well. Well, one one sec one second on that one second on that, Scotty. You know, you, you did mention that you didn't want to uh, waste resources on Sabine. You certainly don't want to do that right off the bat. But if you can get yeah, if you could get Sabine early while you're struggling to get Zed, those two are the interchangeable ones, in my opinion. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. But I I would say. Look, if you can get Sabine from certain places, do it. Uh, if you can't, well, just leave her for now. But go after the first original five uh, Phoenix players. Now, using your Darth Vader, your Palpatine, your Tarkin, your Thrawn, and your TIE Fighter pilot... Use them for your R2 because TIE Fighter Pilot, Tarkin, and Thrawn have got some great ships. So does Darth Vader. So they're the ones that you definitely need. They're also a useful team to beat the Rancor. And, you know, I think that they're the definite uh, teams that you need because they continue to put all those debuffs on the Rancor, which is great. And Tarkin strips away the turn meter. So he's a good character. He's a very, he's an underrated character in mine for mine as well. Stormtrooper Han, Leia, Farmboy Luke, and also Old Ben. You need them to get Commander Luke Skywalker. So start farming them now if you're a mid player and you've got all of these characters congratulations to you now my advice is to get to work on the veterans get your jedi training ray and uh put in the work for kylo unmasked og kylo executioner first order stormtrooper and also first order officer 
try and use that for BB-8. Now, you can also use that team too for Territory Wars and uh, also Grand Arena. They're a great defensive team, so definitely use them. And I'd also advise farming Bounty Hunters for the contract events. And you can use them in Territory Battles, Grand Arena, and uh, Territory Wars. And if you're looking for another great faction, well, Night Sisters are a good faction as well for mid-game players. Paul? Uh, I'm, I, you know, I've always loved the bounty hunters. I've always loved Phoenix. You can, you can definitely see that in my roster. Um, you know, I, I did sleep on Night Sisters, and I regretted it. I absolutely one hundred percent regretted it. Um, it, it's, it's always, it, you know, you, you did mention going after the veterans and things like that, and it's great that they're putting them into the weeklies. I'm wondering what they're going to price them in the weeklies for those lower-end players. Are they going to be allowing them to get them for pennies on the dollar? Or are they going to be doing things that, you know, are they going to be doing shard currency that we, are not shard currency, but, uh, you know, event currency that that we just talked about that we were farming look i hope they go to event currency but you know look we all know now that you know they, these guys at capital games are going to try and do whatever they can to try and monetize the game so you know we've already seen that with the droid account revan was another great example so look I, don't count your chickens but i'd like to see it uh in the in the shard store for sure yeah well, that, that kind of brings it to uh, brings us to uh, some of the questions coming in. Uh, D Popeye asks if they're going to go against what they've been saying for ages, and they do add a character to one of the shops. Which shops? Which shop will it be? And uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to add to his question. And who do you think it would be? I think it'll be B1 Battle Droid. And I think the B1 Battle Droid will be the character that will end up uh, going into... I've got a funny feeling that he'll end up going into the Guild Store. Not so much the Guild Event Store, but the Guild Store. Uh, I've got a funny feeling that's where he'll go. The Droidica uh, being another uh, plus character, I think that we'll find that we'll end up with three characters in the Guild Event Store. Uh, and... You know, we might even start seeing the return of some of these characters, like your farm boy Luke and things like that, in the shard store. Maybe. Well, you know, we did see, um, we did see young Han Solo was put into uh, was put into the mix in the um, in the guild event store. Um, I think that we might see Vandor Chewbacca, or we might see. Um, we might see another. Oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Not Kira. Who was the other one? Uh, Lando, young Lando. We we had young Lando and L three. Those are those were both farms from um, ship side. I, I you know I, I'm 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 putting the money on Vandor Chewbacca coming to the. Galactic yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Vandor Chewbacca is a great character, and I'd like to see him uh, actually thrown into the mix. Now, uh, look, we've also got another question here. Uh, is how much uh, 10 could a 10-pull pull if a 10-pull could pull 10? <laughs> there we go. Well, I that, said that, it. The answer. Well, that, that, the answer 
the answer is the same as how many lows could a Rob Lowe rob if a Rob Lowe could rob lows. <laughs> well, moving on though, uh, DJ, ha- uh, DJ Hart actually says, uh, do you think that these reworks and marquees are to let us uh, waste our crystals before the next meta-shifting legendary, be it Malik or anything else? Paul? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Totally agree. In short, um, yes. You know, they, <laughs> uh, you know they, they always did a they did a rework. Uh, didn't was it the um, when when what came right after Palpatine? They did and reworks made, on the uh, bounty hunters. Yeah, they did the bounty hunters, which which gave us Chewbacca, which became a meta defining character until Revan came along. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I honestly do think that this is a uh, that this is a crystal grab, but at the same time, play what you love. That that that's that's the thing about at least me in, in my whole territory battle expertise. I play what I love. I just happen to also you know I do go after strong characters and things like that when I can. But my first five Zetas. Ever, Hera, Sabine, Zeb, Kanan, Ezra. In that order. Nice, nice. I, those, I were my first, those were my those first, were five. first five. You know, when they finally, when I finally got around to being able to to get Zetas reliably, I said I really enjoy the Rebels show. I like sending these these guys into the battle. Let's. You know, gear them up and get th- those. Were my first golds. Those were my first zetas, and I have, I, as I said, I have no regrets. Not even a letter. <laughs> uh, we got a question here for well, a, a comment really from Mega. Uh, of course, shout out to Yavin Four. Uh, look, this game has always been and always will be about spending your resources wisely. But lately, Meta Cycle seems to last around three to four months. So if the rework droids does become Meta. That would be a window before the next big change. Yep, I agree with you, Mega. I think that that's when we'll end up seeing Treya come back into the uh, arena, and that'll definitely happen. What do you think, Paul? Mm, that, I, I wouldn't think that it would be Treya, per se. Um, I think it would be the hot new uh, hot new button item. You know, who knows? It, we're, we're, we're gearing up all these all these droids. Maybe it is Padme on the other end of this. Maybe it, it, maybe this is setting up for a Clone Wars era thing where you need General Grievous um, as your leader to go for a dark side Clone Wars territory battle. That'd be a dream. Yeah, totally agree. I agree. I'd love to see Padme come into this game any way possible. Uh, look, if Padme comes in March, happy days. Hallelujah. Uh, but I don't think we'll see Padme, uh, to be honest. I think they're giving us a little bit of this Clone Wars stuff now because of the leak of what actually went down. So, you know, before, uh, you know, the General Grievous. Because this was supposed to come last November with the 10-year anniversary of the Clone Wars. So it didn't. Uh, so I've got a funny feeling that, uh, you know, this was because of the leak. It's been pushed back to now. I think that Capital Games will probably look at giving us Padme in the next quarter when the actual show comes back to telly. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Zylo. Uh, Zylo Takedown. Takedown Games, one of our first uh, content creator partners. Thank you to you, by the way. Um, he asked the question, um, what do you guys think will be coming next for ships, capital or crew members? Would love to love your speculation, guys. Shout out Mighty Chlorians MC3. Um, uh, hook em horns, strong, and fire. <laughs> Look, I, I, I was... Look, I think I think we'll see the new uh, General Grievous capital ship. That'll definitely be one of the things uh, that we'll definitely be seeing. Uh, look, that was a part of that uh, so-called leak that came out last year. In terms of uh, ships, though, uh, look, I would love to see Luke Skywalker's Red 5. I think that that's got to come into the game at some stage. So, you know, we'd have to see that. But... You know, it's it's hard. The ship the, the ship meta is really really tough to get a little bit of a gauge on. I mean, at the moment we've got Palpatine's shuttle going on. We've just had the Millennium Falcon. What do you think could be next, Paul? Uh, I will answer that on the other side of this break because uh, we have to pay a little bit of homage to Pimpo for uh, for uh, sponsoring our first few programs. So uh, why don't you um, why don't we take a break and I'll answer that right on the other side of it. Guys, are you underperforming in arena? Do you find yourself working all day to build up your rank, only to log in and see it drop just before your payout? Thousands of Galaxy of Heroes fans suffer from arena rank dysfunction every day. You are not alone, and the Mod Father is here to help. Pimpo, the Mod Father, is now taking appointments to help boost your arena rank. Pimpo will come in and completely remod your teams so you can perform better in arena. Side effects include arena rank climb, increased star count, crystal increase, and blurry vision from how fast your team wins. If your arena rank climb lasts for more than four weeks, consult a doctor. Pimpo, a product of Astromech Zeneca, uses directed. Contact Pimpo at pimpomodfather at gmail.com or on Discord at all lowercase pimpo9337. Because your crystal count shouldn't have to go on suffering because of your arena rank dysfunction. DM the Modfather today. This is Cubs Fan Han, and you're listening to The Escape Podcast. Yes, indeed. And we are, of course, uh, in the bridge. And make sure you do that and get in touch with Pimpo as well. Now, before the break, uh, we were actually asking about what ship do you think will be coming next, Paul? So, you know, I would love to see an additional ship to help people get the Millennium Falcon. And I think they could drop it before the next time they do that. I would love to see Dengar's The Punishing One. Oh yeah, I, I, that 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 little U-boat is one of my very very favorites uh, to fly. You know, um, a- admittedly, some people probably don't even know what X-wing miniatures game is. Um, Fantasy Flight Games does a little miniature game. I love it. I play it, um, and it's one of my very favorite ships to fly in that game. You know, they 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 brought out everything else that we had. Slave One. Um, we we don't have Xanadu Blood. I, I didn't see. I don't think that they had Xanadu blood in the miniatures game. Maybe I missed that wave, uh, but I would love to see that come to the miniatures game. But I really think Punishing One is the next big ship that comes out, aside from little droid ships. You know, maybe we get a Vulture droid. But the capital ship that I want, I want Grievous's capital ship. I want to spend all the prestige that I'm sitting on. <laughs> You know, you know? <laughs> totally but, agree. Yeah, but I, I absolutely would love to see malevolence. Um, 
So Mega uh, Mega Crippleton from Yavin Four asks, "Do you uh, do you think that we'll see a gear level increase or level cap increase this year?" Yes, I, I think we're I think we're going to yeah we're going to ninety and it will cap at thirteen. Lucky number thirteen for the for the uh, gear. I don't think that there'll be anything past thirteen. I think level may go up to one hundred by the end of all this, but. I think we get that last piece before the end of the year. Mm, totally agree. Uh, yeah, the shard store is is the dead giveaway. So uh, couldn't. Yeah, I think that that will happen. Uh, look, uh, I wanted to do a bit of a shout out here to uh, look Kane and Jarris, the crow, of course, to Coraban, who's a part of the uh, fantastic uh, Outer Rim. Uh, so look, uh, Kanan actually asks, of course, and what a great character name too he's got. Do you think that we'll ever see CG revisit Rebels for the missing characters like the Grand Inquisitor, uh, Vault Scaris, who of course is the TIE Fighter pilot, or even uh, Old Hando, or well, pretty much Hondo, I think he's referring to there. Yeah, I yeah think, Hondo Onaka. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I would love to, I'd love to see the Grand Inquisitor. I would love to see the fifth brother, the seventh sister. You know, they, they've got to all come to this game at some stage. I've, I would love to see all of that. Uh, Hondo Anaka, look, with the Clone Wars coming out very soon, I think that we will see him at some stage. We need a Pirates faction. We definitely need the Mandalorians. Uh, I think that that's got to happen. And the Grand Inquisitor, my goodness, I would love to see him in the, uh, you know, and of course the Blade uh, guys all come into the game. I think that would be awesome. And don't forget Fen Rao. Fen Rao, exactly right. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Hey, we've got one more question here from uh, Danku, and uh, they ask, with the Clone Wars series coming out on Disney's new streaming service this fall, I think we're going to see new reworked clones, and more importantly, I think uh, we will finally see the Grand Kenobi Zeta. What's your thoughts on this? Uh, uh, reworking Kenobi. That can, uh, that can both be dangerous and uh, meta defining you know we talked about we talked about how he ended up in um how things cycled every three months or so another jedi meta so soon that's the question do they want to go back to jedi i mean they jumped back to sith you know with the with the vader palpatine rework and then treya coming out you know that certainly was a jump back to sith Will they jump back to Jedi after the Revan Malik uh, meta that's that's supposedly coming? I don't think so. I think well, I think that the Malik will definitely help. Uh, you know, the Sith will come back, but I think that what we'll see is that there will be more uh, for the droids. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying a Sith uh, a Sith return. What about an, what about Old Republic being meta? themselves that's where i'm that's where i was going that's where i was going um you know and look i agree with xylo too yeah rex does need a zeta uh he used to be one of the best leaders in the game uh rex and also uh kenobi they both need zetas they do uh but i think rex will get his zeta before uh kenobi does i think we'll just be continuously waiting for for uh kenobi to get his zeta i think that'll come later in the year Maybe early next year. Paul? There we go. Um, 
you know, it, I, I think, though, that uh, we need to start packing in. Uh, you know, we talked about that we wanted to keep it to an hour. We're about to hit an hour and a half. So um, for our premiere episode, we go we go above and beyond. Um, but, you know, it, it's been a pleasure to, to do this show with you. Um, you know, I can't believe I made it all the way through, Scotty. I, I, I think you know where I'm going with this. I, I can't believe I made it all the way through without saying the Escape Podcast. Yes, and you know what that means. If you do say the Escape Podcast or in that particular order, mate, I think that what you'll end up finding is that you end up getting a little bit of this. If you like Welcome to the U.S.'s number one podcast about Rupert Holmes. I'm Paul Anthony, followed by Scotty McLaren. (laughs) All right, my friend. That about wraps us up for today on the Escape Podcast. It's time to get out of here. Let's jettison the Escape Pods. What do you think, Paul? Let's do it. Hit the buttons. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuit! Evacuate the suit! Self-destruct mechanism has been activated! Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gotta be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. <laughs> Counting down. 10. 9. Eight, six, six. What happened to seven? Just kidding. Three, two, one. Have a nice day. Thank you.